What's good, Real You? Yerp, it's episode seven. It's the Real You podcast. We in the building. Yes, sir. You What's did. Up, gang? <laughs> we all here. Um, episode seven, man. It feels good to make it this far. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you already know what time it is. It's the beginning of the episode. It's to unpack that segment. Yo, I was on Twitter and... Did y'all see this little white kid that was using his mom's credit cards going crazy? <laughs> and I think his mom worked for Nike, swiping it up, you feel me? That this is probably why we never went on the sneakers app. That's, a fact. That's what That's it a is. Fact. So let's we let's thought it was unpack the bots, him. but it was really him. Nah, let's unpack God's favorite clearly. Mom, mom, I know you make the sneakers. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy them all back. Going and I'm gonna sell them for three times the price. Five times the price, rather. Don't go go in stock guys, right? Be like, go for two fifty to get to a band. Yeah, he came up with that. I'm actually pretty jealous of that guy. Definitely. So, um, her name was um Ann Herbert, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it came out that she resigned. She was the <clears throat> head of the Nike sneaker app yeah. that we all love, that we all <laughs> win on nah, all the time. It. I don't love it. Nah. Um, I'm actually ten for ten on that. Actually, I'm <laughs> I'm probably over twenty five. But I know, I know, yeah. basically, her son um was basically buying like hundreds and thousands worth of sneakers on it and reselling it for profits um and then basically saying that she had no idea about it which is crazy to me because he had a whole warehouse it had a whole garage full so um, that's cap we definitely got to <laughs> unpack that so what's your thoughts on that fellas i mean didn't he use and he her used car yeah. to like buy it so how so is she, she wasn't checking yeah, i was about to say she wasn't checking her statement history like yeah. what's going on that's he's, cap. Uh, you know she's, she's clearly she's, broke too allegedly <laughs> allegedly but you know she has to she has to make sure she's using her right thoughts and statements right now because there's clearly a case going on and you know, she doesn't want anybody to get wrapped up or her son to get wrapped up for this, but he was definitely, you know, making a lot of money off of these kicks. Swiping them these, you know me? And I, I'm, I'm interested to see as, as to see like what type of repercussions are they going to get? Like, Black you know, nothing. What's nothing. Actually, what do you nothing. think? What do you guys think is actually going to happen? To nothing, them? because it's it's an actual market. Like, like sneaker reselling is an actual market. You feel me? Mm-hmm. He's just one of those people that has an advantage doing it. <laughs> Literally, like, double-edged sword. Like, not only are you swiping a mommy black card, but you also, your mom is also the one who runs the Logging sneakers. Logging to her app. profile. Market ma- manipulation. You feel me? Like, market manipulation. Yeah, dude. Mm. You feel me? And then to sell it back to people like us for, like, a head crack. So I'm like, what I look like paying $600 for some ones, my nigga? Mm. Like, the sneaker game is fucked What up, I like man. paying $750 for some skateboard lows. That's what they call them, the SB Dunks? That's just fire, though. They, they $100. They sell them for 100 for a you gotta remember everything is inflation now i mean like yes. remember think about it back then when we was buying sneakers i mean remember back then we we was going online. to the store we actually online. had to wait online mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. pray to god you make Cash it home and they ticket. don't beat you up because i remember yes. concord releases Woo! the 11s any 11 that came out was mm-hmm. was a movie yeah, that's about the jays y'all not even talking listen i know y'all don't care too much about them but Lamar, nobody cares about air maxes the 95 was, was crazy i wasn't even going there. i'm talking about the shots going to the shots oh dang remember when the um what was the what was the phone positive oh the galaxy phones bro galaxy phones went crazy they were going crazy for the y'all listen might not be where you from listen everywhere they were going crazy for the galaxy joints is ugly yeah, but now that but like now it's scary now that now that we have these sneaker apps and now we have executive sons mm-hmm. bots and just this is why i bought old sneakers because mm, facts it makes no sense for me to compete <laughs> for the same sneaker that comes out every single year yeah. definitely and um 
I thought it was crazy. I saw this um, article on Twitter. I think she was a writer for Complex. I don't even know her name. Mm -hmm. But she was basically like, look at this woman having her son ruin her career on Women's History Month. And I was just like, she was just like, it's crazy how people come to this conclusion that she's automatically guilty, um, blah, 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 making it like, yeah, this man ruined her thing. And I'm just like, whoa. It's a little boy. Can, we, can we hold her accountable for what the situation mm-hmm. is? Thanks. This is her, her dumbass 19-year-old son dumbass. swiping up a visa, <laughs> making a profit out of it, and that's what we're going to call a spade a spade. That's and, all it is. And right. respectfully... During Women's History Month, the only women I acknowledge are black women and people of color. So, R.I.P. that note, let's pack him the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Get him out of here. Me? Get him out of here. But yeah, going, going into episode seven, yo, we have a lot to talk about today. I mean, we have we have a lot of perspectives that we about to bring. We're really about to tap into some good stuff. So, we appreciate y'all for listening, and let's get into it. Let's get into it, man. So, being that... I mean, like, we starting to, like, close out um, in terms of, like, schools and semesters and stuff like that, like... Oh, midterms. 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 That mid-semester grind. Facts, you feel me? Um, I think I got mine coming up in a couple weeks, too. Um, So, yeah, like, you know, thinking back about college and stuff like that, you know, like, we could have used... Remember that show Ned's, um, Ned's the class survival, survival Guide? School you feel me? Like, I feel like we could have used one of those for college. You know what I mean? Like, what are some things that y'all would tell y'all so now being graduates and being a couple years out? Like, what what would y'all have told y'all so back then? Hmm. Um, I think I would have... I think I would have definitely told myself... Well, I, I told myself this back then. That's why I did it. So, I, I guess I'm telling the, the younger generation a way too, like... Don't be afraid to come out your comfort zone, son. Like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we all heard that, you know, from from Lindsay and Brian DeBinions at Buff State. You feel me? Like, don't be afraid to come out your comfort zone. Try new things. You know, get into different orgs, mm-hmm. but you know, don't don't just stay in a in a narrow kind of like mindset. Just try new things because you never know how those things can help you can help benefit you after you graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a way for you to market yourself and also network as well. Mm, I would definitely say something I would to- tell myself um, or advice I'd give is like, honestly, fuck the noise. Um, honestly, mm, you just got to remember your purpose, things that happen in college. It, it, it'll it throw you off sometimes, but sometimes you just got to remember why you're there. Um, and this is something I learned in grad school, um, but definitely wish I knew in undergrad is like, you just got to... <clears throat> Really hold your pace, really know why you're here, know your purpose, and sometimes things happen, but you just got to move forward. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's a fact, yeah, because, you know I mean, there's jobs being thrown at you left to right. And then the worst part about it is you eating nasty-ass res food. <laughs> you feel me? Like, how y'all felt about the food on campus? It's slap, man. I'm about to say, only one man, one man here says that shit's slapping. That's this that man. This man. Was always known that nigga came from something food, different. You had to really go in and, and search and find your meal when you went to res. Like, Listen, big dog. It was a couple that 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 salad, not the salad bar, the, the omelet the omelet line and the grill. Was it? Listen, you could find some over I'm here. I'm going to talk to you about this, though, because at the end of the day, I was not about to waste Six thousand dollars a semester, perhaps even more, and not eat that food. Let's guarantee eat freshman, freshman or sophomore, not so much junior and uh, senior year. But I was mm-hmm. not about to sit here and waste my tuition money on this room, with room and board money, and not abuse that food. Right. So therefore, I went in there, I, I, I took it to the chest, you know, and one, bingo, make a, make a salad. 
and like bingo. Or something. That's the problem. Get a peanut butter jelly sandwich. That's or something. the. That's that that's the problem. Hold on, that's the problem. Like I said, I'm not I'm not about to have this meal plan and not abuse it, and that's where the problem starts. Welcome to freshman 15. You feel me? And that's <laughs> where it gets really real. You feel me? Like I can speak for myself. I gained mad weight. You feel me? Freshman year. Yeah, Levar like, dad used to be like son, like, like me skinny, in high school. Feel me? Like, <laughs> son, <laughs> son, crazy. And then you know what I mean? You, you come to school like. Again, like it's 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 unlimited food. Like you're not struggling to eat no more. You feel Word. me? Like mm-hmm. when you back so in high school, the only time you eating is like breakfast. Breakfast, maybe maybe breakfast. You nah, feel you me? Because some people, deli. you feel me? Word. That too. But some people wake up late. Like I used to wake up late, and I'm like, damn, like I'm rushing to school. Yeah. Then it's just like the next time you eat is when you come home. You feel me? And when you come home, your moms might be tired, and you eating leftovers. You're not trying to eat that. So here comes cereal. You feel True. me? College now, you spend mad bread. <laughs> You feel me? Like, you got this meal plan, swiping it up, like, you're going crazy. Like, it's also a social thing to do, mm-hmm. to go to res, right? Yeah. Go to res, go to dining, <clears throat> retail. It's a social thing to do. So, I mean, like, some ways that I, I wish I would have thought about back then is just, like, yo, be a little conscious of what you're eating. Like, mm-hmm. be very conscious of, like, and take advantage of, like, the gym. Like, yeah. there's, there's, there's the it's rack. Yeah, like, campus, you pay like, for it. You use exactly. It. Use it. Your, just like you want to do the, the food. Fee. It's a part <laughs> of your fees. Like, you Word. pay for it. I changed my meal plan freshman year, so I wanted, I didn't, I didn't, I had more dining dollars than, than meal swipes. Mm-hmm. Dumb, oh, you had that man. sophomore plan. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't with it. Yeah, it the 50 swipes with $1,000 retail. come on, man. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask this question. Um, what do you think was your defining moment um, in your undergraduate career at Buff State? Damn, Fine. defining moment. That's how I, I mean, it's tough. I, I could start it off. Yeah, um, of definitely, I want to say that I think my defining moment had to be my sophomore year um, as an RA. I remember we used to have this thing called in-service that you would go to, and they broke us up in groups, sophomores, juniors, seniors. Mm-hmm. And I was in the room with Fred. Y'all know Fred. Shout out to Fred. I love you, Fred. <laughs> if you're watching this. Um, Big dude. Definitely. So I remember he um, posed the question. He was like, okay, you all are involved now. Y'all are RAs. What else you want to do? I was like, what you mean? What else I want to do? Mm-hmm. I was like, for me, it was like, yo, I came from transit. I was a terrible student. This was like my second chance. So I was like, yo, Fred, all I want to do is get good grades and get out of here. He looked at me. He scoffed. He's like, oh, that's it? Mm-hmm. I was like... Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, well, what else I'm supposed to do? He's like, all right, if you want that to be your story, if you just want to be here, get grades and leave, you can't blame anyone else for your college experience. And that stuck with me. Um, it made me think like, yo, Fred is right. Like, why am I, I'm not here to just get grades. Mm-hmm. You know, it's bigger than grades. It's about the experience. And from then on out, got into USG. I was more involved as an RA. I led Spring Fest. I, I did a lot of different things on campus. So I say that would be my defining moment. And it, it, it really opened up my eyes. Mm-hmm. I I think like for me, my defining moment was senior year, finally being acknowledged for all the work that not only myself but everybody around me put in. Put in you feel me? Um, <clears throat> I was fortunate enough to get nominated for the president's like civic engagement um, award, and I just think winning that one for me was just like really eye opening because it's just like yo, there's actually people that's watching everything that you're doing as well as the people around you you feel me like everything you've done in these years like like Ross said like we've all done and been a part of multiple like avenues so it's just like knowing that that is acknowledged and appreciated was was my defining moment you feel me and I, I think th- go ahead. I think for me like my defining moment overall would just be you know graduation because I'm one of those people that 
you know, I really like live in a moment and I'm not gonna lie, I, I at some point you really sit here and you think college is forever, like, you know, semester after semester coming back, taking them trips to Buffalo, mm-hmm. like, you know, act as you said, everybody getting involved and active each year. It's <laughs> busier, 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 but graduating and finally real, realizing that like it's all over and done like and you know now we have to get into that next phase and chapter of our lives where you know you're not waking up or going to class unless you know you went back to school you're not waking up and going to class you know you're trying to figure out what exactly is life so graduation and, and realizing like yo it's the last time i'm about to be with my my guys i could actually you know walk down campus or, or tell dudes to come link up and play ball or go to the gym like mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. Those are things that, you know, that was my defining moment. I think I all deliver like a great message and a very viable message of like the college is more than just the grades. Now, do what you're supposed to do, right? You came mm-hmm. there for a degree, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's so much more like because half of the stuff that you need or most of the stuff that you need for life in general, you might not get in your classes. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're going to learn those leadership skills from being involved. You're going to learn how to, you know, communicate with people from being involved. Simple things like, you know, staying on top of emails and stuff from like just being involved and stuff like that. And so you gain a lot of like those professional and social skills from getting involved, not just your classes. So mm-hmm. like Ross said, that, that front to him, make the most out of your college experience. No, nah, yeah. that's a fact. Like like what Dean said, even like making it outside of school, like I would say being a part of an entertainment group or in class um outside of school definitely helped me with like money management skill. Just mm-hmm. offer mm-hmm. what we was selling tickets. Um shout out DC <laughs> <laughs> we selling tickets. Um Collected money, counting money, counting cash from money, people buying at the door, sitting there, being dividing out, oh, making out a budget of, oh, we got to pay the DJ, pay for the venue, pay for drinks, X, Y, and Z. It was just like, it showed me how to weigh, like, basically, like, organiz- it gave me small organization skills just of, like, ways of life, like, can help me now, shit, I might be able to throw an event right now, just like, oh, shit, off of simple shit I learned in undergrad and whatnot, so it's like, I definitely agree with Dean. Like certain small shit, you never know like what you might do in undergrad that might help you in the future. Like, mm-hmm. and I think the biggest thing is like, so how do you manage that time? Like, how do you manage That's a class and the several things that you're a part of? Like, I don't know how this man Kiri was everywhere. You feel me? <laughs> man, he, he did that amazingly. You feel me? Like, and I'm 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 having anxiety. Like, damn, I got a million and one things to do. Like, yo, how did you sit there and manage all that? Right. Um. I mean, y'all know my life, man. If it's not if it's not on the calendar, it don't exist. <laughs> so I would say, you know, transitioning from, you know, sophomore year on, my life started to change a lot. Um, I, I found my passion for financial literacy. Started working at Bank of America that summer. Um, and then I got the RA job. I got curved, and I got, then they called me back for the RA job in July. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I now I'm now I'm just becoming the vice treasurer of Black Active Minds. Now and then I'm also running for USG at the same time. They're terrible there, but um, just looking at it, just looking at it, I had four obligations throughout my my junior year of college, right? That was I had to report to Perry Hall, right? At that you know to be there by seven p.m. Monday through Friday, Monday Monday depending on what my duty day was, and I had to be at Bank of America from nine to four. So all my classes. Oh, that's how I worked. So my class schedule, I changed my class schedule to a two block, two block day. So I only had two classes per day. Two, mm-hmm. two oh, yeah, classes. I had two. I had five classes really, and I had like one, one random hybrid class. Mm-hmm. So I was able to change. So once I got my school schedule down packed, now I was able to get my work schedule down packed. Mm-hmm. Right. So now I know I'm taking class. I'm in class from, from you know, 
five to six, five, five to seven, five forty-five to seven forty-five. I gotta be on duty. I gotta be on duty by seven. I have tiny hold it down for like forty-five minutes in the beginning. So all right, so I'm at, I'm at Bank of America from eleven to 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 four o'clock. I got a nine a.m. class from nine to ten. My bus ride was thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So I just know how to break it down into, you know, how do I break it down and stick to my schedule? So I didn't really have time to be on campus junior. Like, it was either I'm coming back to promote my organization or something else. Because at that, Tuesdays, I had my Black Active Mind meetings. Sundays, I had, you know, Sundays, I had meetings with BAM. Tuesday night, we in USG. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. learned how to just build structure around my day. And I, and, I, and I like to live that way. So, you know, right. you have two types of people in this world. People who just go with the flow and just vibing. We have people who like to live by structure. I love to live by structure. I'm yeah, always so, ahead of the game. Yeah. And even like today, that transitioned into my career today. Mm-hmm. Right? I love structure because I can always know, all right, this this meeting rescheduled, what can I fit here now? I like to be busy. If I'm not busy, I'm happy mm-hmm. all the time. I hate not being busy. Right. And that's that's that and that's terrible. But you know, whenever when I have something to do, I feel I like being productive. So I put all that on my plate, right? How can I how can I um I know. Mm-hmm. how can I uh how can I, you know, want to eat but then complain my plate is too big you know, <laughs> yeah. that's the most important thing there and for let the record show i was about four people's ra's in here so i was your ra i was your ra who's your ra i was your ra, I was your RA. I was your RA. <laughs> um, but definitely i think like carrie said there's two type of people i'm one of those people that go with the flow mm-hmm. like i'm just one of those people that I'm just knowing I have to do something. So when I was in RA, I just knew like Monday was my day to Mm -hmm. be on duty. Then I knew USG was Tuesday night. And then I knew like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was like class or all other types of things. But like, Mm -hmm. I knew my schedule. Like I'm just that person. Like I know when I'm supposed to do something. Like I have a mental note, but I never write things down, which is bad. Like, you know, a person like him is gonna not work off memory and have shit done. But a person like me, like I might get 99, point one percent shit done and i'm like oh my god i forgot about this but, <laughs> but i'm still get it done though yeah. but i, I know i know some of us in here are um first generation students so i want to say what was that experience like um especially when we talk about like sh- shit like time management or you know never being in college so what was that experience like um i think as, as a as a first gen student um because my mom she only got her her two-year degree and my pops associates oh. associates degree yeah and my pops i'm not even too sure you know but i just know he didn't go to college or at least finish and so um it's it's like when you when you get to college you're now in an environment that literally nobody in your immediate family can even like mm-hmm. put you on to or even tell you about mm-hmm. you know at most you know i'm going to school and my teacher is, is telling me stuff but there's no sitting down and 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 mind you when you go away to college now there's a level of independence that's there now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. moms is not there. We don't waking you mm-hmm. up. You're in control of like literally like everything. You know, if you thought, you know, in high school, you may be babied by teachers, but your professors in college, it's they're not, not babying you. Like, not you feel me? So it's just like, these are a lot of things that you're not even told. And so I know for me, it was just a lot of pressure because it's like, well, well, damn, I'm. it's a lot of pressure from my family because it's just like, and just society in general, like, well, I got to be the first out of my family to do it. Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, you went back to a statement that, like, you know, you definitely, when you're in college, like, you, you, there's you a lot, realize you that. don't realize that, yo, listen, bro, like, you're only you're 18, 20, years. only here four years, like, you're where you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. but you think that life pressures on you, you have to figure it out and get, that's why I was just always, like, grinding mm-hmm. and grinding, trying mm-hmm. to just do shit and figure out because I felt like, okay, I got to make something out of this because I'm the first in my family. And that, that, mm-hmm. that pressure can low key, like, I had those moments where I'm just like, damn, like, 
Mm. Yeah. It's, it's on me. Like, I got to yeah. do it, but I got to retool myself. Mm. Definitely feel you. Um, I think that um, as me as a first gen, like, none of my parents went to college, like, not even an associate high school mm. diploma from Jamaica. Um, and my mom went to school in Jamaica, but... I went to Buff. I had no idea what to do. I even thought about not going to Buff when I got in because I'm like, damn, I don't want to leave home. Imagine. Imagine, right? Mm -hmm. I'd have missed out on a lot of fun. Um, nice. But I you definitely I definitely had to, like, figure it out. And we know, like, you know, well, I can share that most people of color, students of color, are first generation. Mm -hmm. They will classify as a first generation oh, yeah, student. Yeah. Um, so when you go to certain places or spaces and you're not, you know, you're that person that, like, damn, my parents didn't go to college. Now I'm trying to figure it out. That was me. I'm here trying to do what I can do and make it out. And not all of us make it out because, you know, not all of us has that mindset or structure. Mm -hmm. But for me, I made it through, and that's why I'm in the role I'm in now. I'm trying to give back and push hey, forward. Thanks. I feel like for me, uh, uh, a lot of my motivation during college was, like, you know, not only my, my mentors or people that I, I – that helped me along the way, but y'all in here in this room, you feel me? Like one thing I'll say about, you know, each of us in here, like we dead ass do hold each other accountable. And we've been doing this since undergrad. Study quad. You feel me? If you think about senior year, when we had to bust out them, them late night sessions and finals week, like I'm pretty sure at least two, three of us was here at a time in the library trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. and it's nice like that. Where, and you feel me? You, you got your bros around you and not only do you party and, and, and get lit, but you figure out some way to get your work done. Remember, we used to call it healthy competition. Healthy competition. Healthy competition. Mm -hmm. like That's you all see, it is. You see, your man is, is just did some, you know, <laughs> just just knocked out this essay or like did well on an exam. You're like, I right, yo, I need to get in the library and get Word. get you my shit together. Like, I need that in that class. It yeah. must be some firm shit. And I think it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, and I think it's, I think it's cool too. Like, one advice that I, I would love to give people, like if you're a first generation like um, college student, is use the resources that's available mm -hmm. for you. Like. Sorry. Um, very quick story. <laughs> like literally, as soon as I tell it, it ends. I called my mom first week on campus. Like, yo, I'm in this physics class. I don't need to be in this class. She said, um, so go change your schedule. I'm like, are right, you trying to help me? And that's where the story ends. It's just like it's just like that. Like she Word. ain't know how to help me, but mm -hmm. um, but luckily enough, and this is this is the, like this is what I'm saying. Use the resources available to you. Um, I went on Banner. Um, I'm for any of you guys that are listening or ladies that are listening and, um, or they that are listening, if you guys, um, go, if your school uses the banner system and you go to banner, there's a schedule planner, um, as well as there's, um, a way that you can add and create like a, a cart. So whenever you're ready, like you can see what classes go for what days, just like Kiri said, like he was planning his classes to the schedule, um, of like his jobs and um other obligations so that's one thing that i use and i want to like let people know if you haven't used already because my advisor told me about that um another resource is your advisor right like a lot of schools have no i mean like it, it's a I'm, I'm not saying they're the best <laughs> don't get it twisted like they're not always the best but they are some form of a resource and if they're not the best you feel me um sometimes reaching out to your professors can work like some professors may be more invested. I'll say this. One thing that, I, you know, and it's funny, um, not to take it back to social media, but I always see that people say that, you know, college is a scam, right? And I get tired of that because, and I'm probably going to touch upon this later on in the episode, but like LeVar said, you know, if you're not using your resources, you're not catching a true college experience. And I say this because I milked everything that Buff State had to offer. I, yeah, I, know, I was in the CDC. Um, I was going to the clinic. 
I everything I got my money for, I made sure I was there. Of course, bro, I took my health seriously. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. CD, CDC is career development center, center. Right. not not the central was, d- disease. Right, right. I was at I was at the resume. Central. You guys remember? You guys remember the, the um the um the, the writing center? Yes. I was in a writing Home center. Yes. I use I utilized them for my resume, yes. for my essays, everything. You know, center. and yeah. I took advantage of a lot of the stuff that you know they were offering. Like you mm-hmm. know, I think if you didn't know what you wanted to do. The Career Development Center was helping you get an understanding of that. Right. Because too, far too many kids go to college and don't know what they're doing in there. They don't know what they're doing. What? The, why are you there? Yeah. Right? And there's no one to give you guidance. Like, some, I I'll say right. I feel I feel people on the scam part, academic-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I paid for college for the social aspect. For the experience. Yeah. For the experience. College, I didn't pay. College is business, man. Like, I didn't, I didn't really. Like, my classes were cool. You feel me? But the things and the major lessons, like JR said, that I really learned, like, how to project and, and team build was really through... The extracurricular activities outside of college. Mm. Anybody have like a crazy story of them like trying to balance shit at the same time having fun? Um, Go ahead. I would say probably freshman year. I think this is before I was part of DCE. It was, um, what was it? Code Noir. Know what I mean? (laughs) All black party. I had a summit, you know, what was it? Summits <laughs> is doing probably like, I think what, I think this is what, bio major, everything yeah, yeah. due Friday night. It was Friday or Saturday night, 11.59. Yo, that's criminal, son. Boy, I'm here, like, and I forgot about it. But then I'm like, yo, I'm saying, yo, me, I'm always, I was a big procrastinator in undergrad. Like, I won't even lie. I probably ain't broke, break out of that till probably after I graduated because I was like, nah, I got to chill out with that shit. But um, I was like, yo, I'm like, yo, freshman. So I'm like, yo, what's, what, what's gonna hurt? Like, I'm, I'm gonna do this shit last minute. It's gonna be light. Then I open up the assignment. Honey, questions. I said, nah. I said, nah. It's, it's you against Tom. I said, nah. <laughs> Mind you, I'm trying to catch the first bus to the party. So I'm like, fuck. What am I about to do? Mind you, niggas is pre-gaming in the, in the thing, and I'm dressed. I'm dressed up. So I was just like, yo, I'm gonna have to fucking do this shit. And yo, niggas just going. I'm gonna have to choke this and just like. Sit here, do as many questions as I could. Charge to the game. And just, because I was like, yo, I'd rather do some questions or just take my L and take an F. Because I was like, nah, that's a dub. Before, I couldn't take a zero. So I was just like, yo, fuck it. I just did. Sat there. I ain't finished it. I won't even lie to you. But shit. Man said, I got to go to this party. <laughs> nah, I won't even lie. I did put the party above the assignment. But I mean, I did like, I mean, I still got to, I mean, I ain't get a good grade on it. I did half of it. But then it, I definitely learned from that, like, yo, I got to do my assignments before the flexes, because <laughs> can't be sitting here, man's just passing you a cup of fucking new amp, and you sitting there like, ah. Bad vibes. Everybody was drinking new amp in freshman year. Listen, new Amsterdam has a four-year span. Once you once you graduated, don't drink that. No, no, no. no. Right. I was only freshman year. Yeah. After that, we, we leveled up. Leveled up. up. What you saying? Same way you said if people drinking the green tea, Arizona. If Same you're still thing. drinking <laughs> New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. Nicol- nah, Nicolette, I think Nicolette, whatever. New Amsterdam that um, leveled up. No, then they got the, was it? The Ex- white. Wait, uh, the just, Whitley. Nah, we just going to leave <laughs> it at Exclusive that. Exclusive to? I don't want to see none of that. But I def- I'm sorry, definitely, um, I can think about a time that I was at UA with JR. Uh, I think it was senior year. And, um. We had we had went out the night before. It was a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we were still doing that. We was like, all right, bro, we're there at night, chilling, whatnot. I had a presentation due the next day in the morning. I had a 10 o'clock class. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get it done. I don't know what happened. Somebody gave me some wine. I was done off. I don't know what type mm-hmm. of wine that was, but that shit it's put me tailable. out. When I told you, niggas woke up at 530, still in Albany. I'm calling my man's phone down. No answer, no answer. 
It's like, what? What the hell? Finally got an answer for him around like 6.30, bro. Say, yo, we out. We all jump in the car. I'm in the highway. <laughs> half sleep. On the highway, half sleep, doing the presentation. Is that real? That real. Like, I'm oh, here making a PowerPoint. Feel me? Go to class. Because I was the first one to go up. First, I'm telling you, I, I went into the spot. Still had my fit on, bro. I had on some jeans. had my <laughs> sneakers on. Nah. had the fit. Like the, <laughs> the party fits. So no big. showers. Straight to class. Did the presentation. Got an A- minus on that shit. Mm -hmm. But that's when I knew. I was like, I'm really like that. <laughs> Big <laughs> I'm finesse. Really, I'm really finesse. like that. Yo, college is a lot of finessing. So nah, y'all are crazy, son. Y'all know, I was, I, I sacrificed a lot in college. I was like, listen, screw that party. But I was also very proactive, though. Nah, I, I was I was very proactive. Like, I was. I took Kobe to tell you, Kobe, like, what you doing, bro? Just, I'm doing homework. Because <laughs> I knew I, I knew I wanted to enjoy my weekend. Monday through Thursday, bro, I'm in the library overnight every night. Kobe will mm. Kobe be walking in. Right? Like, what you doing? Mom, I'm, I'm trying to bust this stuff out before the weekend get here because I'm trying to enjoy my weekend. So I think it's just my, my, like, you know, you asked me it was a crazy experience, but just thinking about it, you know, like, we party a lot. Mm. Right? Yeah. We, we party a lot. A hell of a lot with no money. Mm. Like, with no, no money. money. No I don't money. know what y'all was doing, but I, I had a job. But I was still paying, like, for books and stuff, bro. Books were $700. My check, my check only two hundred dollars every That's two weeks. That's the scam. Nah, I wasn't buying no books. Listen, listen, I've never I bought wish, a book. baby. I wish I never had. I had access codes, bro. I had to buy books. And I'm like, alright, listen, I'm gonna get this access code. I'm gonna buy this bottle of yeah. the other night, though. Hey, right? Whatever listen. I got left over, right? So it's just, you know, just I tell people just find a happy, happy balance. And that's in life in general, even today. Like, yeah, it's definitely you know? all if, about mm -hmm. finding that happy balance. You know, for me, I feel like my busiest year in undergrad was junior year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like everybody in here, I was an RA. You know, I was doing USG. I was on orgs, you know, trying to balance life and, and friends and stuff. Like, but. I don't know about y'all, but I, I definitely feel like I'm one of those introverted, extroverted folks. Folks like, um, mm -hmm. you know, as much as I love to be around y'all, I definitely have my times and days, and maybe I ain't even notice where I would just like not see y'all for a few <laughs> in undergrad. Yeah. Um, I'm either in my room or you know I'm with my shorty at the time. Like, just just having that balance of knowing that you could be outside and and have and, and be lit and party, but. Why y'all making that face? Like, oh, I'm like, we, like, I'm we trying to figure out which one. Which one? I was in a relationship in undergrad, senior, junior year. Hold on, hold on. What do you mean by that? I was in a relationship in undergrad, junior and senior year, and, you know, I was finding that balance. How do you balance a relationship? And your books and going out. <laughs> Sir Kobe. Like sounds like a movie. It sounds like a movie. You know, you just got to make sure that you, you keep everything in order and in check, man. In check. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's a fact. Is you saying that's the formula to like dating in college? <laughs> is that the, there is no formula. You go, everybody, you follow your own rules when it comes to dating. I didn't write no book. Mm. <laughs> You know, we that's know. A fact. It, leaves, it leaves for more fun. Clearly, like play by the air. It leaves for more fun. No, no um, title, just vibes. Just, yeah, just vibes. And, <laughs> and something that like I found trouble. pretty difficult. Um, outside of like you know like managing like relationships and stuff like that in college, like is being on top of your classes, right? Like, mm -hmm. like Kiri mentioned. Um. You know, like having to buy books and stuff like that. I mean, if you slip and in the books, then you just so happen to slip out of access code. It happens. You feel me? Like <laughs> stuff like that happens. Allegedly, I mean, allegedly. allegedly. You know what I mean? Like, um, but <laughs> back to a serious note. Like, how do y'all like manage? How, how are y'all able to kind of manage your time and like, um, 
specifically tailored around your classes. Like you're taking five classes a semester, um, which is what? What's that? Or, or more, in fact. Or you can do six. But five was What's like that? 15, credits? 15 credits. 15 credits. And if you're in science, you got labs. Or if you're pushing yeah, up you to the science, max. You got at least 16, 17 credits. Yeah, because if you're pushing up to the max billing hours, it's 18 credits, right? Yeah. Um, And I've done a couple semesters like that where I've done 18 credits. So how are y'all like managing y'all classes, especially with different fields? And- so I'm the most disorganized, organized person ever. And what I mean by that is mm-hmm. I can't use a plan. Well, in college, I wasn't able to use like a planner like everybody had a planner in college I wasn't able to use it but what I did was I would have like sticky notes and I'm literally putting sticky notes all over my room so by the closet by the bathroom door and literally once I get something done I'm, I'm taking it down so that's how I was able to manage I guess those different classes and assignments and stuff mm-hmm. yeah I remember freshman year when Nikita Cassidy and um, Monique was going around putting a, um, putting a sticky note on the tape up <laughs> oh yeah, yeah they did that for me freshman year I lived by that shit for the rest of my college career right. it was, uh, <laughs> it was uh, they, like they Freshman year, they were they were walking around. Um, they had they had put up a post on the on the group page where they put up like the month and sticky notes. They put like seven day weeks, so it was like thirty five days really. Put tape over it, laminated it, and you can use a marker and draw on your wall. You know the day or the day of the month, and you can erase it over again. And what's going on that day? That helped me more than a planner. I did that for my all four years of college. Mm-hmm. All four years of college that helped me out a lot more. I definitely did not. Um... <laughs> I def- did not have the same experience as y'all. Like, I had the EOP, so EOP was like that transition program for the summer, so I got mm-hmm. to take that one class. So I was already up three credits on y'all. Shout out to EOP. We all we got. Um, <laughs> the regular admission, we don't really fuck with y'all. <laughs> um, but definitely, then I was in a learning community, so that helped me a lot. Mm. Um, so for me, the way I did it, I said I'm going to take at least two major classes every semester. Um, and then three gen eds and I just knew which classes to, yeah. to take so until it got to a point where by senior year I had finished almost all my um mm-hmm. major classes by um by junior year actually yeah. end of junior year I finished all my ma- so I was basically just taking anything like I got that class I had a presentation for was like an exercise class mm-hmm. and I had USG so I had priority I was taking anything mm-hmm. so senior year was smooth I was taking four classes the the second the two semesters so hybrids yeah, yeah. So I, was, I literally had class two days out the week. So literally Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I was like sleeping in. Yeah. I stopped going to GIs. I'm on lot. <laughs> I was like, I'm over this. But that was definitely how I did it for me. Um, I'm thinking. I have this question. Now, I think now we talked about undergrad and everything. Is there anything you think that you would change from your experience? I know we talked about advice we get, but is there any specific in your experience you would change? Um, I feel like me personally, I wouldn't change. I mean, probably nah. Actually, I wouldn't change anything because I probably my experience probably wouldn't be the same. Honestly, in my mm-hmm. opinion, because I feel like I probably would have if I'd have probably done a couple of things different. Shit, I probably would have never been fucking with y'all niggas, or oh, that's true. or I probably would have met the people, the connections I met in undergrad, or met a couple of professors that I met mm-hmm. due to certain shit I did, fucking up or whatever, or just like my experience probably would have just been maybe dull. Like Fred said, I probably would have just not been like I probably would could have shit. What if I went there and just straight in my books? Class, mm-hmm. room, class, room, sleep. All right, back to the city. And there's people like that. Man. And there's people, people like that. And it's just like, I'm not saying that's bad or anything. It's cool to know if you want to do that, but it's just like, shit, I got a bond now with a couple dudes mm-hmm. and more other dudes for, for a lifetime just mm-hmm. off of like the way I moved in undergrad. So mm-hmm. I probably, me personally, wouldn't change anything. I would say that I agree with what you're saying. And LaBarla knows like my freshman year click, like, like the, the women I used to hang around at that time, like none of them came back. Like mm. you feel me? Like that. That. that I wish mm. I could have done more. The biggest thing to just you know really like 
figure out like how could I have helped them stay and of course not everybody mm-hmm. in it to win it mm-hmm. but I think I would just figure out how can I be more of that and I think that's why I take mentorship so serious now how can I be more of that pillar for my peers to mm-hmm. you know, keep them around right we have friends who, who never finished we have friends who just stopped coming after a while. We have yeah, friends who were just a lot of living on cute, who were living in Buffalo but not really going to school. Like we had yeah. a lot of this and a lot of that going on. It's like, did you forget what you came here for? Mm. Right. And that's the most important thing. I think I would just re- I would go back and just remember my why. Like I think mm. one time my GPA dropped down to like a two point nine, like not for the overall semester, but it was like what the hell? Like I'm I've been three point five all like my entire four years of school. So I'm like when I dropped it, like, hold on, hold on. Right. So I think I would just, you know, I, I would cut back from a lot of like not, not cut back from my friends, but I think I would just, you know, cut back from having too much fun and actually building my relationships how they should be and not just based upon, you know, our litness and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. actually really get to know people more so I can be that motivational factor or help them out when they need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mine is pretty simple. Just like, yo, like, go to class. Like, you know, like <laughs> it's like, it's, it's really like, and it's crazy because before I got to college, that was literally the one advice somebody gave me. Just go to class. Like, because I was like, yo, class is optional. But he was just like, yo, just go to class. Like, just that's all you have to do. Just go to class. You mm-hmm. feel me? Yeah. Um these good degrees. You've <laughs> that's O D. But like <laughs> it's on some like on some on some real shit. Like, I really just wish I didn't have I wish I didn't do eight AMs and I wish I went to class. And that was the reason why. Like, imagine, you know what I mean? Like, you're used to waking up early in high school, but like when you get to college, you it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's an option. Like, you telling me I could sleep in and because Attendance isn't mandatory. <laughs> I bet. Why need to go? Someone sign me in. You feel But it's just like yo, you miss out on a lot of information when you do that. So yeah. that would be the only thing I wish. Especially I could they don't use if they no don't use, ADM. If they don't yeah. use Banner or Blackboard. Yeah, like, you like, find none of that information. Yeah, so just just go to class. That's it. Um, I think for me, yeah, I, I don't think I would change anything. Mm-hmm. I, Kerry had a great point. I didn't think about, but there was a lot of people I was I used to be with. Um, I, I wish I like did more to like try to help them to be more involved or mm-hmm. have more of an experience but like I can't be the author of anybody's story but my own so it's just like I want to help people but at the same time it's just like at that time I could only help myself mm-hmm. um and I think it's important to know that like you can't change people mm-hmm. sometimes you can mm-hmm. educate but you can't change them so for me in that point in my life the only thing I was worried about was creating my own experience, especially of the interaction I had with Fred. But after that, now looking back, you know, now being out of undergrad and grad school, I, I can reach out to the younger generation yeah, because right. it's a little different when we have an age difference. Mm-hmm. And it's not even about respect, but it's about they're going to look to me as more of a mentor and mm-hmm. say, oh, yeah, he's been there. He knows compared to someone like, yo. Cause some people do that, you know, the mm-hmm. respectability politics when you're the same age. Yeah. People don't want to respect you or look up to you yeah, just because. But it's like, nah, chill out. I'm, I'm trying to help yeah. you. It's not even on some ego shit. But I think that's the only thing for me. I think it's safe to say you were also figuring it out. Yeah, like you're a first generation college student, so. But that's just even if you're not even first gen, just yeah. you're, like you're those are during the four out. years where mm-hmm. you're just figuring out you in a new environment mm-hmm. who you are. So like, you know, it's hard to really try to now try to help somebody else mm-hmm. um but the the best thing to do is just you know work together everybody work through things as a group mm-hmm. do y'all remember tamara's class Ooh. Yo, tamara. shout out to tamara that shout foundational leadership which one class. i took two and two quarter love uh, uh, me? I, I i don't feel like it's fair to not shout her out mm-hmm. um, because she is like the epitome of greatness greatness in right. um buff state in general mm-hmm. leadership um i think her class was another 
class that really changed my um, life. Yeah, that's definitely life. A, a defining moment that, class. For those of you that don't know, Tamara's class is one of those, like, it's not your typical classroom. You know, off yeah. rip, when you walk in, I think we were all sitting in circles. Yeah. And we had to, it's it's our community. Yeah. You know, that's how we, that's how we, that's how that's we cool. raise ourselves in that class. It's like, everybody so feeds into each other and everybody helps each other. You know, mm, we're all like pouring that. into each other. And, and that was one of like that was probably the only class that I took that I, I generally look forward to every mm-hmm. single Facts. week. Facts, I, so I love me, that like, class. Shout out nah, to you, Mama. T. Shout out to her. Like Tamara's class, I remember. I still say this quote till today. She left. It's one of the first things she said. You gotta be comfortable with being uncomfortable. uncomfortable that shit on. like really stuck with me till today. Like everything I do in life, I always just. Hey shit I'm like yo shit I'm not feeling I'm not feeling I'm like yo I don't really feel like doing that But I'm like yo shit What It won't hurt me If I won't try it So exactly. like What don't Like what's that quote What don't or, or, or Kill you Or won't make you stronger Or some shit like that or Whatever you you make Something like that Something bro. like you that You know bro. what you mean You know what I mean <laughs> 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 class was lit No No cut Like shit I mean, yeah, she's definitely nah. She's she, Tamara's dad. Nah, I mean, she got so, it. She do, goaded. Do you feel like um? Because you know, like there are people who, who didn't aren't get. as tapped in. Nah, not not even that. Like there's people who. So basically, like, what I'm kind of grasping from what y'all are saying is that like this class kind of helped you in different avenues. Like it made you grow as an individual. So like mm-hmm. there's people in college, and I'm sure we know a few who does who don't have that personality to be out there and to be mm-hmm. as active and you know like they sometimes they may not have classes like that where like there's yeah, yeah. life changing yeah. opportunities so like how like what are some suggestions that you guys have for these people to kind of create this space for themselves find, to grow find a mentor like mm-hmm. like you might not be that person to really you know have had the class that we had or mm-hmm. or you might be at your school and you know you might not want to get out as much in social activities but I promise you this is what this like as a higher professional now, like this is what they're there for mm-hmm. is to literally help guide you. Mm-hmm. Literally find a mentor or somebody you, you can connect with, connect with. All you need is that one person mm-hmm. and they might really show you the ropes to everything. Like for me, that person was like, you know, Brian DeBingham. He literally said, yo, this is your sophomore year. You need to start marketing yourself. Like mm-hmm. you need to start getting out there. You need to start doing stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's more than just classes. So find that one person and you never know where that connection can take you. You feel like. So for those that are say like it's easier said than done, what are some resources that we like we could give them to get there? You feel me to find those mentors? Like, I think it's I think it's like I don't know. Um, I think that's a good question. I feel like mentors, not all mentors are like fit everybody. Actually, like yeah. you need to find what fits for you. Just because you see someone that you like, oh, okay, maybe they, you know, I see they helping Kadeem mm-hmm. out. Maybe he can, maybe he can, but maybe he can. So you just got to understand what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely the first thing to do is reach out or, you know, it has to be some way that you get to that resource. You have to look for it. Mm-hmm. Somet- but sometimes you don't know the questions to ask, but like it has to start somewhere. Somewhere, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I think we always forget like, commonality is very important too right because right. you don't there's a lot of like think about us, the word. us and you think about all black kids right like they have they have different interests right like you can have a conversation with fred about sports you mm-hmm. feel me? someone like you know somebody else can't have a conversation with a person about sports they, they might want to talk about something else right yeah, music right. something else something like they have to find some like and it's hard to find people who have com- common interests as you in certain situations yeah. right mm-hmm. so i think commonality is so important because at that point you know you can find a person who okay, well, they're similar to me, not just because of the color of my skin, because that that doesn't always matter, right? It's for certain people, like, it's not about it's about who can I relate to internally, right? 
mm-hmm. right? Who right. have similar interests as me? Because if they don't have similar interests to me, how can we really relate other than just the color of our skin? Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm not saying, you know, I'm going to go find, you know, Billy Joe Bobby, my mentor, but I would love, I would love to find, you know, home. I would love to find Tyrone that has like in actual interest. That's not just gonna tell me how to not just not, not actually. Just, <laughs> I, you know, like just, my name is Tyrone. I'm here. To, nah, let me stop. You know, so this is you know, mentorship is very important, but it's also about commonality too. To make sure mm-hmm. you can relate to that person, other than you know, cause we we meet we meet Oreos all the time, mm-hmm. right? That's what, we, what if we find an Oreo who needs another Oreo? Mentor? And that's what I said in the past episode. Representation and role models are two different mm-hmm. things. Exactly. You could look at people that look like you and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, awesome. it's Skin possible, but folk. like that doesn't mean they're mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean they're the right person for yeah. you. So, yeah, like, right. definitely understanding the difference between that. And uh, I think we all are role models in our own way, um, and not just representation. So, mm-hmm. definitely. But I, I really did enjoy college, every aspect of it. I wish mm-hmm. I could go back sometime. Nah, I wouldn't go nah. back. But. Um, but and uh, I kind of wish I was back there. Cause mm-hmm. Real life is kind of like Shit was not vibes. so fun. <laughs> no, I'm glad I'm not in school during this pandemic, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they handling no that. Imagine what they're going Being through. Being a Zoom right? warrior. Yeah, right now. I'm Boy, sorry, y'all know what they're going through. The kids are still out there last year, still partying in the middle of campus walk, still having fun. Buff mm-hmm. State is not a real place. But listen, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, not talking about, we're not even talking about just Buff State, yeah, though. Because respectfully, right now, yeah. we're in March, baby. You already know what niggas is doing. I get niggas it. Niggas is in the yams. Listen, I get it. Spring break. But it's not even that. We just talked about, like, you know, getting involved and stuff like that. The social aspect of college is gone for right now. So how can you even do that? Right. It is Yo, gone, but it's not gone. Shout, shout, out, shout like, out to my organization, Black Active Minds. They just had band week actually, and I just saw they were actually still holding band week and still trying to hold it down mm-hmm. via Zoom. So, 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 so some people are adjusting tough. though. That's true, and it's funny you say that, right? Like, um, I was talking to a friend and she was telling me like about like her experience right now in college, and she's having a hard time yeah. having students come to these Zoom events. Like they, ha- she had an event or program. There was three kids in there. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no right way that would happen, you feel me, in, in real life. So Word. it's just crazy witnessing and experiencing all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, too, uh, that Kiri said, like, there's always a sense of commonality. Like, yo, do y'all remember downstairs, they used to have people that played the video games? Yeah. Oh, yeah like, they own group. And they, and they held that they down. They stuck together. They like, stuck together. That was them, you feel me? Well diverse and group, too. To us, exactly. But to us, they were like a little bit of the outcast, but to them, mm-hmm. that's their community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. all, it's, all it's about, it's finding group. your niche mm-hmm. and finding your community in school. Definitely. There's astronomy no, clubs, all that kind of stuff. Econ clubs. And I say definitely, I know what it's like to be a student during the pandemic mm-hmm. and not have that motivation but I say to all the students that are currently in that and dealing with that like push through the end is near for some of you not all of you but just remember your purpose remember your why remember why you started and when things get tough that's I think that's how you but it's obviously layered some people's situation is different from others but do what's best for you do what works for you and that's what I'll leave you with. Yeah, you could take right. a break. You know, like, not in terms of school. Like, you don't have to in terms mental of school. Break. But take mental breaks. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, detach yourself sometimes from the computer. Like, yeah. there's different outlets for you to use. Um, but now, I mean, like, I, I really hope everyone is Enjoy taking heed. Content. You feel me? And, and like, we dropped a lot of advice. A lot of gems. A lot of gems. You feel me? Um, again, a lot of this is all subjective. Mm-hmm. What applies, take it, and what doesn't, do with it what you will. You feel me? You should make sure you like, comment, subscribe, follow us on all platforms: Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, and the conversation doesn't. 
the conversation just doesn't end with each episode. So you know, let us even know. Sound like a G. Your experience. Right let let us know <laughs> your experience. You know, when we're asking those questions, you know, on our social media, whether it be Twitter or Instagram, let us know what was your experience in college, or what are some gems you could you know pass down to the to the next generation? Because we all in this together, man. Mm-hmm. Right, what viewers, are some of your biggest struggles? Let us right, know. All right, for our younger viewers, like mentorship is something we take serious. So. I don't know. Some of us not too friendly, but you can reach out to anybody. And this program is Anybody. I'm not friendly. <laughs> JR likes everybody. So just yeah. like that, that's episode seven. We appreciate y'all, per yeah. always.